0: Blog Talk Radio. Good
1: afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I was on earlier today, but today was a day. But I am not going to let it get me down, nor was I going to allow it from having the show go on so that we were doing things basically decent and in order. So with that being said, it I said, you know what, we're going to just redo it. We're going to have a redo. And that's what this part is about, because I never proclaim to be a Bible-thumping individual or a Bible scholar or want to give you guys information that's coming from God's word. But I speak on my part in regards to standing in my lane by giving you guys the information because I have the couch part, which is from a therapeutic perspective. So again, I want to take thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And today's topic has to do with gratitude. Now, gratitude is a very sensitive topic. It's something that a lot of times individuals may be taking things out of of proportion, they're learning that they have taken things for granted, there's been a change in the way individuals are living their life on a day-to-day basis, and even with myself being a licensed marriage and family therapist, I'm having to do things a little different even when I'm working with my clients. And it's interesting because as I was doing the show or talking about the show, I was talking and speaking with a person and they asked me a question about gratitude, meaning how can you keep gratitude or be grateful all the time? Because when it comes to gratitude, many are finding it difficult to be grateful as it is not over until it's over, which is one of the things that I say it. And with all that is going on in the world and also in one's personal life, Many individuals are struggling with being grateful, which is why I want to talk about it. Now my phone is blowing up, so let me start logging on the callers. Give me one second. Good afternoon. This is Jeanette Abney. Welcome to Precious Predicaments. Number ending in six eight. How are you doing?
2: Doing very well. And my number is ending in seven seven seven, which is a winning number, by the way. <laughs>
1: Well, you know what, it's, it's crazy because a lot of individuals don't even know their own phone number. Now, if you ask me my home phone number, I don't even know it. So I'll be sitting there like, uh, you talking to me? You talking to me? Because I don't even know my phone number. But I do that, I just say the last two because that way individuals will know that they're on so that people won't be talking over individuals so that they will have an idea as to who I'm talking to. Because I don't see names, I just see numbers. And some numbers I don't right, always right. recognize. Okay? I just recognize voices. Okay. Absolutely. So thank you for calling back in. I appreciate it. I I'm, appreciate you being on earlier with me today. Now, when we talk about gratitude, what is your perception of
2: gratitude? Well, if you're going to see yourself correctly, you would have to acknowledge the fact that the reason why you're, you, have, you have a grateful heart is because, of what God has done for you and the position that He puts you in, which is a favorable position. And so that would be a position that would have an attitude of gratitude because of the altitude. See, God doesn't <laughs> put you back into this world, just any old place, when He calls you out mm-hmm. of the world to illuminate you with His presence. He puts you back on top of that mountain. Mm-hmm. Now, well, everybody Huh?
1: No, I was listening but I got the call calling in I see the pastor's number that popped up too And I want to make sure go that I'm logging everybody it. in And we're going to talk about that Let me log on the next caller. then the next one's going to be the pastor um, practice,
0: practice.
1: Number ended in 4-4 four four. This is Jeanette, how are you doing? Welcome to Precious Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio How are you doing?
0: Hi, this is Destiny, I'm doing great
2: I'm ready to talk about some gratitude
1: I'm glad you are because we're supposed to be doing something else, but I appreciate you. Give me one second. Let me log on to Pastor. Hello, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments. I think this is Pastor. How are you doing?
3: Good morning, Jeanette. Well, good afternoon. (laughs) I'm doing very well. So we're on, on part two of this show. So yes, I'm excited to be on. Well, thank you,
1: and thank you for being and coming back. Because even though I know I contacted you at the last minute, because I didn't know I was going to talk about you yesterday. I said get your mind right, because my mind yeah. showed me to be right. Because I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm driving down the street, about to make U turns, didn't see it. Was said a no U turn. I said Lord, <laughs> but I'm okay. <laughs> So, that's when we right. talk about gratitude, because I do have other people on the phone, and they're probably going to have some questions as it relates to gratitude. When we talk about gratitude and with all that's going on in the world, and, you know, people are, are not living their lives the way we would normally live our life on day to day, and we're struggling with being grateful. I just was talking to a person, and they said, she "How do you be grateful all the time? How do you?" She said, "Because sometimes I just forget. I just, you know, what what can you say to the believers and the non-believers as it relates to this topic?"
3: Well, <clears throat> in, regard, in regards to gratitude from a Christian perspective, we try to make it a lifestyle to be Christ-like, and through the work of the Holy Spirit, changing us daily. You know, one of the most important things that we learn is to be thankful. And when we talk about, you know, gratitude, um, for me it starts as a child, from early on training from my grandmother, from my, from my parents, and it's just learning how to be respectful and thankful for all things. And then as you matriculate, you know, coming up in the Christian circles and then also um, coming up through school, you learn how important a tool it is to be thankful. When you show gratitude and thankfulness, the response back that comes back towards you is very powerful. You know, as a child, you can, I, I see the advantages I had for showing gratitude and being thankful, uh, how you got extra assistance, how you made more friends, you know, showing yourself to be friendly, you, you receive more friends. And all of these things, you know, click in the mind how this is a reciprocal tool, okay? And then as we become, you know, start dating, and and then we become adults in in our married life and raising our children, we see how this circle continues to evolve. But for the believer, it doesn't have to be, uh, I want people to understand, it doesn't have to always be something big. We should be thankful for all things. Um, I grew up with Colossians 3 and 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since we are all members of one body, you know, we're called to peace. And I grew up with that, especially the first part. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And so when we make these things a part of our life, when we're grateful when times are good, it also helps us be grateful when times are like they are right now and when times are bad and when things are worse. And what happens is that people can not only see it demonstrated, you know, um, with direct contact, but they see it in indirect contact as well. And you can develop not just all these traits and have them part of your personality, but you can develop a replication of being a grateful, a thankful, and a thoughtful person, and it can bring much benefit to your life. And so uh, in regards to that as an opening statement, I'm seeing so many good things happen right now. Um, You know, I'm trying to stay home, but when I do happen to go out, I see little acts of kindness, and then I see the gratitude that is now being displayed. Um, I thank God that for the most part I'm seeing the best come out of people right now and not the worst. There was an old lady yesterday that came out of the store and, you know, Somebody was following six feet behind her with her cart, helping her. Uh, it wasn't someone who she knew. It was someone that wanted to help her. She got outside, mm-hmm. and they waved over at me because they could not find the old lady's car. She had lost her car. Okay? And so, and so now here I am helping this lady find her car. Uh, it took us a few minutes, but we found her car. And when we found her car and got her in her car, there was a crowd of people not standing together, and they just started clapping their hands. And that just Mm -hmm. made us all feel good to see that act of kindness that took place in that instance to see people, you know, being people, okay, Mm -hmm. and not people uh, uh, responding in a way. And it moved the elderly woman to tears, it moved her to mm-hmm. tears and she started crying and as she got in the car, you know, she thanked everybody and she said these words, this is a kind world. This is this mm-hmm. is a kind world. And you know, I thought about that and it just really touched my heart because like I said, it could be something as small as that that involves into something big and that that kind of exploded and touched everybody around us. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, Pastor, it's it's interesting because, you know, we're talking about as we're seeing individuals shopping, going to the store, hoarding things, and, and some individuals were, are being selfish where other individuals are still being, um, having to demonstrate an act of kindness and being considerate of others. I know Saturday I was in my office because I had to do a class, a training online because my class got canceled. And I'm normally not in that office on Saturdays, and I was trying to – the elevator don't work, and I know I don't like to exercise. So I'm trying to carry all of this stuff down some stairs in a building that got a glass door, and as I was carrying this stuff, a man drove into my parking lot, and at first I thought he knew me. And me being friendly, I'm like, okay, do you know me? Are you speaking? Are you – you know – and he said, ma'am, I just wanted to know if you needed any help. He said, I was watching you, and I was, thought you was going to fall, and I came to help you. And I'm looking like, where did this man come from? And, you know, and it was interesting because normally you don't see stuff like that where individuals are being so kind, even with the coronavirus, even with all that's going on, where he was watching right. me trying to come down these stairs, and I was grateful. I appreciated that. Because I didn't think nobody was even out there, you know, even if I would have failed at them steps, I'd have been in trouble. So there are still some good people. And like you, I like how you said how when, when we talk about it becomes part of your personality. And yeah. that's interesting too, Pastor, because let's speak a little bit on that. Because even though when you talk that as a child, but it's still not too late to learn how to have gratitude and be grateful but it can become just the right. way a person is
3: right the the 12th chapter of Romans talks about us being transformed by the renewing of our mind and so as believers that, that, that's part of our evolution and and what happens is that you know we can give love instead of hate and we can give love when we when we truly do have an opportunity To hate or to retaliate in hate And what happens is Is that we get blessed By showing A display of kindness Okay and then we also get blessed By the Lord for doing the right Thing you know last Wednesday on my On my Bible study we did We aired it live Via Facebook because of the situation And we talked About key points where Where Because of thankfulness and gratitude, you know, even individuals around you um, can find themselves respecting and liking you when, you know, because of different reasons and and, and biases and stigmas and, you know, other things, stereotypes, um, they weren't before. And they may not always say it the right way. They may not use the right pronunciation, but it's it's important to to pick up on when people are trying to show gratitude and try to show kindness, Um, because this is the, as I told someone this morning, this is a virus uh, that needs to be, okay, spread, gratitude, thankfulness, kindness, Uh, Mm -hmm. the Lord says in everything, in everything, give thanks, for it is the will of our Lord, in everything give thanks. And so uh, many of us, you know, having the opportunity to give our our testimonies or to look over things in our life, um, again, in Romans 8, chapter 28, verse 29, verse, you know, God can turn bad things into good. He can make all things Mm -hmm. work together for our good. And so in everything, in everything we can give thanks. And the Lord, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I can wake up every day and find something to be thankful about, and it starts my day off right. Even when there are some things that are going wrong, you know, in life, trying to remain positive and being positive, it helps me from the head down. And what I mean by that is in our consciousness, you know, the right thinking, and that affects our whole nature, our countenance, our appearance, our face. It, It affects our mental stability. It affects our health. Um, it definitely affects stress, and so mm-hmm. by being thankful, it helps us keep all these things in in control. And then this important word, balance. Balance is so important to the to the believer because uh, one of our shows we talked about a long time ago. It's probably been a couple years, Jeanette, when we talked about the the believer, the Christian, the church, and mental health.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: and I can and we can connect that through scripture. Through being thankful and being grateful, because be, when you're thankful, you don't carry a lot of load. When you're thankful and you're grateful, you learn to unload a lot of things. You you, you don't carry grudges. You're forgiving of people. Uh, when you yeah. when you're thankful that that Christ is forgiving you, when you're thankful that what Christ has done for you, we cannot hold other people now accountable. We have to forgive them, and when we're th- when we're give, forgive them, we're thankful for. The gift of forgiveness.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
3: all these things work together to bring balance to the believer. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Pastor, it's interesting how you and I were on the same page because right before as you were saying, I was looking for something and I opened it up and it said, it says how gratitude changes you and your brain. And this is coming from yes. Greater Good with Berkeley University. And it talks about the manage when we talk about health care and which emphasize the cost efficiency and with all that's going on and in individuals are dealing with depression and anxiety. And the problem is that most research studies that they've done on gratitude and it has been conducted with well functioning individuals is gratitude is beneficial for people who struggle with mental health concerns. Because it goes back to what she was even saying, because gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. Because when we analyze the words used by, they, by individuals, and they, you know, put them in groups and things of that nature, they look at yes. their mental health benefits of gratitude and how they roll, the, how they felt positive, the, the percentage of their positive and negative emotions. It also talks about how gratitude helps even if you don't share it. Because a lot of times exactly. you walk around with a smile on their face, and you wonder what they're so happy about, why they feeling all good. You know, and then it goes into saying how gratitude has a lasting effect on the brain. Now, exactly. when they did that study, Pastor, they were talking about three months after they had did the study, they found out when they were doing an MRI, they was able to distinguish the difference between individuals and how it impacted their brain. Now, can you speak on that a little bit? Because I know you like science. Yes,
3: yeah, because <clears throat> what it does, again, is as I was saying before, the, the effect is is we can label it, like I said, as, as transformation from back to the Book of Romans chapter by the renewing of our mind and how the word of God through the Holy Spirit transforms the believer. But but as you were saying is that, and, and I was stating earlier, the residual effect of that is peace. And it is mm-hmm. the peace that passes all understanding, as the <laughs> scriptures say. And so I've always said as a student of the Bible, things that we learned growing up, things we learned in seminary, as, as Bible students is that, that science is always taken from the Word of God. They, mm-hmm. they take all these things. The, the theologian or the pastor understands how to read them, okay, and we understand the scientific connection to that and know how to connect the theological community with the science community and, and learn how to say it in a layman's way. And so when we say transformed by the renewing of the mind, there is a lot of science in that. We're saying it in a layman's term. But as you just discussed, you know, that is the scientific terminology. But, mm-hmm. but, but simply put, as my, as my grandmother would say, you know, <laughs> the golden rule. And so when we, when we practice the golden rule to treat others as we would like to be treated ourselves, that is, that is nothing more than gratitude and thankfulness. But, but all of the added benefits that come with that, all of the added benefits that come with that are incredible um mm-hmm. it, it, another part of another part of what you said, Jeanette, just brought me back to the attack I was under um for two weeks i was I was under an attack for two weeks in three different situations, and the Lord allowed me to remain calm and be grateful through these and in all three of those situations were the spirit of distraction by the enemy where the Mm -hmm. enemy can try to create a situation that is not really a problem and magnify it and make it a problem to make you lose your peace. And when, and when you do that and he can distract you, it keeps you from being the person that God has called you to be. And that's when we lose balance. But through these situations, through these situations though, I still remain you know, grateful and thankful and treated people right and did the right mm-hmm. thing. Even though at times even though at times, you know, the enemy can have you almost worry and then God takes you to the end of it and lets you know it was nothing anyway, it was a distraction.
2: And the enemy tries mm-hmm.
3: to do that. And, and and we have to understand it because sometimes people who are normally uh thankful, who are normally, you know, very happy, who are normally outgoing they might be in the midst of a crisis uh, and a situation, and, and it and it and it takes them, you know, out of balance to where they were normally highly respectful and, and kind to other people, and, and they're off a little bit. And what that does yep. is, it's it's the attack of the enemy. And so, if we could remain in, in in the attitude of gratitude, as the caller was talking about earlier, I like how he put that. I think he's still on. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
3: uh, uh, it's easy to do in good times But if we can remain that way through Through our little storms and our crises It, it blesses us to remain healthy And balanced
1: mm-hmm. I'm going to add your I'm going log your sister on Because she just sent me a text Talking about She was on a toilet tissue She can't find We've been going back and forth on the phone With this shopping thing And I was um, I went to Stater Brothers Yes The other day And they had already told me to come Monday at 8 o'clock, and I just could not get up out the bed to make it at 8 o'clock. And I asked the people, do you guys ever get some toilet tissue? She said, "Yeah." She said, but as soon as the store opens, people run straight through the toilet tissue line, I mean, to the toilet tissue aisle. And it's crazy because that is something that many people have taken for granted, so let me log your sister on, and then we'll go back to way busy because he was one talking about attitude because attitude and gratitude goes together. Okay, Miss Tammy, you find you some toilet tissue? Yes. No, so I'm talking to Tammy. Where did you find some toilet tissue at? Walmart. Walmart. Oh, okay. Good job. <laughs> Good job. I meant to go steal. I meant to go take, I'm going to say steal. I meant to go take some for my daughter, and I left the house and forgot to take the toilet tissue. So I might have Mm -hmm. to come. But Jimmy, what do you want to add to the show when we start talking about gratitude? How was people's attitude when you was out today shopping? Because I know a lot of individuals are in fear and they're concerned and you know, what was it some of the things that you saw? Oh, I'm just well, actually I'm just listening right now. I was we were just out but it's just the same thing. People are out trying to get the same things. Tissue, but there's no pushing, there's no shoving because everyone is trying to keep their distance, like they were at, be six feet apart and everything, and not too many people on the same aisle. So it's um, it's really not bad actually. So it's not mm-hmm. as many people like in the beginning before in the stores. It's it's scarce because people are going early, getting what they need and want, or grabbing mm-hmm. all the toilet paper and the paper towels and then going out. So I mean. It's it's really not that bad out there right now. Uh, uh Tell me, it was so funny the other day because I had got down to my last two eggs. I said, I got a birthday coming up, and if I can't go buy me a cake, I will bake my own cake for my birthday. I got down to my last <laughs> two eggs. I went to the store the other day because I couldn't find a girl. I went to the store by my house. I was in the store doing a hallelujah dance. I didn't know whether to elbow the man thinking he was going to take the last dozen of eggs. <laughs> But when I saw all of eggs, I got to dance in the show. That man was looking at me like, have you lost your mind? I was like, you have no idea how long I've been looking for some eggs. (laughs) Okay, so Way Busy, what do you want to say as we're talking on the show? Because I know you're quiet, and we're going to talk about when gratitude fails because we want to teach individuals how to develop that attitude again of gratitude. So Way Busy, what is it that you want to say?
2: Um, yeah, I was listening to what the pastor was saying. Pastor, can you hear me? You know, I don't want to contradict what you were saying, you know, because a lot of times when Way Busy talks about spiritual things concerning the Word of God, um, it steps on people's toes because of what they were listening to, you know. And a lot of people claim they're listening to God, but when they in fact find out that it wasn't that wasn't God, that wasn't the Spirit they were listening to, that was man. They were listening to, and when they see that they were studying the commentaries of what man thinks that God is saying to you, then they find out that you know God is doing something awfully wonderful and amazing at this moment and giving you the insight so that you can so that you can listen to him, teach so for me. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna get in the way of what you were talking about because I've been in that situation for a long time and I don't I, I find that I'm 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 more aggressive than a lot of people, you know, but the love of God constrains me to give my testimony and my testimony would would be like this, okay, for me, talking about me, not anybody else but myself. And if somebody can hear me what I'm saying, they're gonna be able to reflect what I'm projecting because they can feel me. And a lot of people will probably feel me. <clears throat> I think. So, my new life in Christ is a visible witness of the invisible kingdom of God, which is God Himself in me, Mm -hmm. working, working with me daily, excuse me, Mm -hmm. daily to grow me up in His love that He provided for me to walk in. Okay? So, but it gets better. It gets better. It just keeps.
1: I have, but I have a question for you because we, we, we're not, sure. we long-winded with it. I'm going to keep – I have a question. If you said God is working in you, what are you grateful for? How did you develop your gratitude if you didn't have it before in regards to God coming into your life? Because we're going to talk about how when gratitude fails but, and what happens when we're okay. not okay. grateful, but how did you get to the point where now you, are, you have become grateful?
2: Well, I was getting ready. To, I was getting ready to go there. and I'm going to go there right now because I'm glad you stopped me. in this this way it gives people a chance to to regroup here. Um, this is how it happened for me. My gratefulness. Okay. The action. God. God's performing His actions, and His actions get the results that I couldn't get. Okay, so I get the results. And the results are the good behavior Because we get to practice The actions of Christ in us So there's good behavior right there And the good behavior turns into trust Which is what we have In the relationship with him Trust okay? And you're going to need that trust To have relationships with other people Outside of yourself Because of God inside of you Himself is drawing these people Into a relationship So your sound mind Becomes crystal clear that you have these people's best interests in your thought process, God. And God okay. says, "You see." And I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness." So mm-hmm. now listen. So trust is what you need, and oh. because good behavior turns into trust over a period of time is what we learn. Okay, and then and then and then we get the benefits of His work for mm-hmm. our good. And the good of others So that when we understand That God is good Not sometimes But all the time Then We get to give him the glory For what he's doing mm-hmm. And that's why I said to God I said to God a long time ago, I said God man I said you're so good to me Because I wake up every day And I'm like Is there a law against being Just like feeling like this Because people say Man you can't feel like that All day can you I see, I wake up this uh, way God, I wake you up you. this man, way I'm God told me God last night That when I wake up today It's going to be just like that And I'm like Oh my okay. goodness Okay.
1: Now, when we talk about gratitude, Pastor, gratitude—they did a research and yeah. it's ongoing, by it's why. A, a and they talked about when gratitude fails. And one of the things that I'm reading is coming from positivepsychology.com, and it indicates that as easy as gratitude is put into practice, there is one thing that gets in the way of it. And what happens is individuals, when we don't have the gratitude, people can have an excessive sense of self-importance, arrogance, vanity unquenchable need for admiration and approval, and a sense of entitlement. And Pastor, it seems like that's where individuals get caught up at because they feel like they deserve something. But when we're talking about believers and we talk about the gratitude from God, can you explain that in biblical terms of what it means by even just the sense of entitlement in some of the other areas that they they, um, talk about?
3: Well, Yes, well, to first address that, you know, I, I, again, I was studying in Psalms 37 this week, where the Lord tells us not to fret ourselves because of evil doers or envious of those who do wrong. Uh, for like mm-hmm. the grass, they will soon wither. And so there's a difference between how Christians are to move about in this world and how we are to handle our relationships with with individuals and how the world handles the relationship with individuals. And so the Lord does tell us in the New Testament when it comes close to his time of returning, that the world would wax cold, you know, mm-hmm. the hearts would wax cold and, and men and brothers against brothers and friend against friend and sister against sister, these types of things. And we see those. And, and there are, uh, uh, lots of examples that many of us can probably call out where where gratitude fails, where we know we have been kind and great to people and this and that. But for the believer, we don't do it expecting that. Our intent is not to do it. Uh, of course, it should be within the circles of norm and good manners for someone to say thank you and for someone to be, uh, you know, kind and to reciprocate that. But for the believer, the true believer of Christ, uh, we show gratitude and kindness to people, you know, uh, uh, not expecting it to be returned all the time. And so failure, is should be part of our expectation to understand that not all people are going to be or not all people were taught or not all people think this way or circulate that way. Some people are out to, you know, manipulate, defraud. Some people are there to use. Some people are there to be, you know, there to be leeches. And so we understand that. God gives us wisdom how to cut people off. God gives us wisdom how to say no. Speaking directly to what you're saying, when gratitude fails, what happens is we shouldn't allow that to change us, though, who we are, Mm -hmm. change our relationship with God, change our calling, change our purpose, change our nature, okay? We shouldn't let it, if, if I use the word, infect us, okay, and affect us. So we shouldn't let that affect us. Um, I, 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 I'm genuinely in awe sometimes when, when you can, in fact, impact somebody's life and give them such a word, and it doesn't, you know, and it's not reciprocated, and people do not show the same type of kindness back. But we have to understand, you know, one, one plant it, one water it, you know, one sow it, And so Mm -hmm. down the, it can be boom, reciprocated and come out. Okay. But the believer should not be in, um, you know, in isolation or walk in a path of ignorance, not know, you know, having to understand that everybody is going to be kind as we are, or everybody wants to walk in and show the same type of love and grow in the same nature we are. Okay. We have to be aware of those things, but, you know, we don't have to act the same way, and we don't have oh, to allow ourselves to be put in in a lot of those situations. We learn. Mhm.
1: And you know, and even with that, and I'm looking at some information. and talk about how gratitude is the heart of Christian's life, because we want to, you know, show gratitude, show thankfulness. We know we want it to be reciprocal, reciprocated. But it is a benefit in our life because, you know, it's like I've heard people say, well, you better be glad I'm a Christian. And they would be like, okay, well, what if you wasn't? So sometimes <laughs> individuals will be, <laughs> I've heard that said before, especially in a restaurant, you know, they get mad yeah. at somebody, you better be glad I'm a Christian. It's like, oh, wow, you know. So but gratitude is at the heart of every Christian life. And when we start talking about these words and these hearts, But the problem is when we start talking about that is so if gratitude is so important and if it's at the heart of Christian life, it begs the question, I am grateful, meaning, and what am I grateful for? And a lot of times that goes into people's testimony because individuals will start giving a testimony about what God has done for them in their lives. And so we kind of, and that goes back to kind of when you talk about that balancing act. And then, Pastor, yes. there are some individuals that are just grumpy and mad and mean, and they're just mad at the world. So yes. when we talk so, about some of the things that we're grateful for, can we talk about that a little bit?
3: Well, ultimately, ultimately, when God gives us this opportunity, and, and that's how we have to see it, we should point every believer first to the cross, okay? And and oftentimes to get them there, it does help to share some of our personal events or some of our personal testimony. And I would advise believers to be general. We don't have to be, you know, too explicit or give out too many details. But the main thing is is see this as an opportunity now to point this person to the cross because the ultimate gift is Jesus, is the Lord giving his son uh, to die on the cross for our sins. That's salvation. That That is mm-hmm. – That is the the number one, you know, thing for the believer to be grateful for, okay, to understand what salvation is, that there was no price that we could pay for that. And and, and our thanks, our thanks that that the Lord wants from us is to be good Christians, to be disciples, and a disciple points others to the cross. And and, and in doing that, just like the, the, the gentleman said earlier, he has his own experience now and he's built his own relationship with the Lord. Okay. And like I said, at, at, at the very introduction of my call, um, uh, some of us have been believers our, our whole life. Okay. And, and, and we've been, you know, uh, in church, you know, come from the hospital to the church, you know, the saying, and, but <laughs> some of us are, are new believers. Some of us are new believers. And, but this, this transforming power of the Holy spirit, helps us all okay it, it helps us all and so you know gratitude can happen on any level at any time in any person and this change can take place in a moment's notice and you know that's what's so good about the power of the holy spirit and so we can always be ready we were taught that that if you can learn how to tell your story if you got 20 seconds 20 seconds if you have Five minutes, five minutes. If you have 20, 20, you have an hour, an hour. And if I was challenged on any level, you know, and I had the opportunity to talk to a person and and they wanted to know, why are you and how did you, and and what is this amazing thing about the Lord? Boom, here's that opportunity. And now I have the opportunity to share my attitude of gratitude with them. And so Mm -hmm. I, I look at it as an opportunity to be a disciple now.
1: And, you know, and we, you know, someone say I'm witnessing and telling about things that have happened in people's lives because I recall, and um, I've had people say, well, Jeanette, you talk too much, or Jeanette, you always, even when I'm doing my group, but then I also have individuals say, well, Jeanette, you give us hope because yes. if they see me going through it just like today when I was trying to do that show – I'm sitting outside on the curb, battery going dead, can't see nobody's phone numbers. Then it started raining on my head. I said, "Lord, for real," but I was still grateful. <laughs> so
3: but that's, your, just, it, it, that's like, your gratitude. You know? Yeah. The issue the issue with Jeanette is that if I if I don't see you talking too much, now I know something's wrong <laughs> because it's okay to talk a lot. It's okay to talk a lot when number one, you know what you're talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're talking because you're there to help people. It, it, see, there's a difference because some people, you know, talk too much and talk a lot, and then they're saying things that are not helping people, and instead of putting out a fragrance of words, they're polluting the air. So, there, mm-hmm. so there's a difference. And so the, oftentimes, the enemy can try to have us deny our gift. The, the gift mm-hmm. to be able to talk to people, the gift to be able to share the people, the gift to be able to have studied, and been educated, acquired acquiring knowledge, and and to now to help to give that knowledge, um, that's a gift. And, and and you know don't have every people try to have you deny your gift. You know because like you said, if there's only one person you affect in the group or in you know the mm-hmm. audience, you've helped someone, and the Lord has blessed mm-hmm. you now, and so. I speak up, I talk, I share because gratitude, because I'm thankful mm-hmm. that the Lord has given me the knowledge. The Lord has all those years of classwork, of, class of teaching, all those years, you know, of this and that. And, and there's a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. People, um, people try to play. But you're educated. You've been to school. You've been, you have your credentials. And, and, and so you're there and you're giving the information from a professional's point of view. There's people that appreciate that because there's a lot of armchair psychologists. There's a lot of parking lot, okay, psychiatrists, okay, and they give people the wrong advice. And it's the same thing with me as being an educated, licensed minister, someone that knows how to rightly divide the word of truth. I understand that. There's a difference between someone giving a testimony and sharing and between a theologian rightly dividing the word of truth in the context of the Lord. People are grateful for that, okay? Mm-hmm. People are really grateful for that, and they have an attitude of gratitude because you can – I've known people that have misquoted scriptures, and, oh, and, uh, that is the correct. Oh, that's what the Lord means. That's the right context of that. And, and now gratitude has went to another level. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so true. And so as we as we matriculate and as we involve in the Lord, we have more things to now share with him. And so I was explaining it to someone the other day, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt mm-hmm. his name together. He was like, okay, you know, how, what do I do? Is that because I'm getting a magnifying glass and I'm doing this? Or am I amplifying myself and making my voice louder? No, that's not what it means. Oh, mm-hmm. magnify the Lord that means I'm learning more and more of him. When I magnify mm-hmm. the word of the Lord, I bring it more to light. I I, I I am taking what God is saying and I'm expanding it. And just like mm-hmm. it says with magnification, to magnify means to, to find something or see something that the naked eye couldn't see. And so, now, so I use magnification. And so now I bring to light what others couldn't see. And so when we mm-hmm. magnify the Lord now, that means we're describing and we're bringing more out of the Lord, and we're explaining more to the Lord that people didn't see before in these verses. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Gratitude <laughs> that was connected to that because we need to grow, and that's how we grow. Correct. Correct.
1: You know, and people do get confused. i got another call on the line. I'm going to log on, but I wanted to share something because someone brought this to my attention. They said something about what I had posted on Facebook about talking about grace. And what did grace have to do with gratitude? And I was sharing, and I said to him, I said, I was talking about traveling grace, meaning that even though my tires were the condition that they were in, I was still given traveling grace to make it from point A to point B to where I had to go without being in a car accident, without a blowout. That was great because I didn't have to go. He didn't have to take me that far. But he did to get me to where I had needed to be to get the situation taken care of. So he was going Well what does that got to do with grace? And
3: that wasn't I was like, You know I, what Yeah. Well that's how <laughs> but I do think that. I think they were joking because grace is the ultimate thing that we have to be thankful uh, for. Because grace is grace is by definition is when we don't deserve it. So <laughs>
0: Oh, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yeah.
3: so i'll just I'll just <laughs> park that and leave that right there because <laughs> I
0: know.
3: that that's the difference between you know <laughs> see what I'm saying and so mm-hmm. you know as I tell people this isn't uh, I didn't stay at a holiday inn last night I'm a trained licensed minister i'm am a professional I'm educated and the, and there's a difference mm-hmm. between that, and people have to understand that and the same with you mm-hmm. with this show the information that we're get that we're giving out. It's from professional. And I really appreciate that and understand that. But there's always mm-hmm. people, and that's what's important for us, to understand that and show gratitude and be thankful when the Lord puts professionals and people. And just like we were talking earlier offline, off this show, I'm so thankful that I have an honest mechanic friend in my
0: mm-hmm.
3: life. you understand what we're mm-hmm. saying? But I don't try. I don't go to his shop. And then try to tell him now how to work on a car because I don't watch the YouTube video. I'm thankful yeah. that he's, you understand what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. the it's Lord like, is good.
1: good. They definitely will. So that is true. Now, um, Tammy, you have any anything you want to say or you want to add as we're talking about um, gratitude? Because, you know, a lot of times we have to to get back to or go back to the basis because, The basic, because like I said, a lot of individuals are are struggling with this, and I'm seeing this because one of the questions that someone asked me was, How do you keep it all the time? You know, how do you, because sometimes you got to just be reminded of, you know, where you are now versus where you've been or where you could be, because we get so caught up in things sometimes from just day to day life. So, anything else you want to share, Tammy? Well, I'm just listening. It's good. So, I'm just taking it all in right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Can I, what, I mean, to that question yeah. you just answered, Jeanette, it's important for people to have a, a prayer closet. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is that pastors, bishops, you know, Christian leaders, psychiatrists, psychologists, we go through issues, we deal with things too. And as you mature, the Lord allows you, the Lord gives you wisdom on how to express yourself in private in your prayer closet and then how to yet be strong in front of others. And so mm-hmm. you know people people may have the air or the sense that you're always keeping it together, but the Lord allows us to fall apart and to get it mm-hmm. back together before we have to get back out in front of people. And then mm-hmm. the Lord would allow you to have the Lord would allow you to have a confidant or the Lord would have you to have a partner to where you can experience, you know, and share and go through some things. And so is- to answer the question, that there, there, there is no one that has it together all the time. There, mm-hmm. There's no one. The, the only one in the Bible who had it together all the time was Jesus. But what the yep. Lord has us do, the Lord allows us to do through time, you know, through maturity, like I just said, he allows us to, 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 to know when it is, the place, the strategic moment, the time to let it out, to let it, to give it to God, to have our session, and then to get it back together and to move on with our lives. And so mm-hmm. we don't have to be in the sense where, where, where we close the curtains, where we get a barrel of ice cream and cookies and, and just put a do not disturb sign and lay up on the bed and the devil wants us to stop living. And so mm-hmm. that's when we say, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Devil, you know, I'm going to cry my 30 seconds, my, my five minutes, and it's over. And now I have to move forward and go on. And and so, well, you. you know, I, mm-hmm. yes.
1: No, no, I was going to say, well, thank you, Pastor, for letting me scream when I said Can I scream. <laughs> <laughs> I need to scream. Yeah. <laughs> Was so frustrated, and I was wet damn cold. <laughs> but you know, not to yeah. cut you off, but I have a question. Your sister that don't want to talk, but she's on the line. She sent me a text, a question, and it says, "Is uh-huh. being grateful a mindset?" That's the question that was she had. And,
3: and so that's what we wanted to evolve to, to where it is, and so it becomes, you know, a trained uh, habit as I should say, or, you know, training. And then it should become habitual and should come to Mm -hmm. a place where we make it a lifestyle and then a mindset. And and it takes time to get to that level depending on your environment and depending on your experience and the amount of baggage Mm -hmm. that you have. And so, Mm -hmm. and that's what I say, you know, everyone has their own walk with this. And I can understand that and I can appreciate that. And that affects, you know, Uh, our point from A to Z to getting there. But the short answer is yes.
1: And, you know, Pastor, I want to say, too, is sometimes resources, because sometimes individuals get so frustrated because they don't know how to tap into their resources. And like you said, take it to prayer. But we also have to utilize wisdom. And we have to try to figure out what part can we do, you know, yeah, we want to take things to prayer. We want to take it to God, and we know that it's in God's timing. But then there's also some things that we can also do, and we can also avoid too. But it doesn't mean that we're not grateful, you know. So we have to learn the right. two, learn how to balance that out. And like when um, you indicated lifestyle, and she she um, texted me and said, "Amen," because that is true. Because a lot of individuals just don't get it. They don't get it, and so many right. individuals are angry. And I tell them they're angry by choice. Sometimes we got to right. learn how to just
3: correct Right. That's what I want to express is that is that you know Jesus was 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 good at at letting the the false church, describe the Pharisees, the Sadducees, know that what you are exhibiting is not the real example of gratefulness or grace or, you know, Christian living. You know, if I, if I stand on the corner and I pray loud so people can hear me, I'm showing off. If I ring a bell every time I give a big offering, if I got to let everybody know that I just helped Jeanette buy a new car, then I have the wrong motivation. And, and, and those are all the things, in a sense, that Jesus wanted us to understand. Uh, showing gratitude and and being grateful can be so much more of an inner thing than an outer thing. And what we have to understand is that God, in His omniscience, knows our hearts. And I hope people hear that and get that, because because I don't have to wait for someone to tell me thankful. I mean, the the thank you. I don't have to wait, you know, for an applause or see something like that or or you, you get to the place where you're like. Again, that first word I use, being Christ-like, where we're there to show love and compassion because He first showed it to us, and, mm-hmm. and that's what true—that's what true thankfulness is. That's that's what true gratitude is, because that's what the Lord ultimately says. Uh, when have you done this? When have you did this? When you've done it to others? When you when you've the blind, you've you you've, you've given me thanks. This is Jesus talking. When, you, when you've helped the elderly, when you've shown someone, when you've taken the time to do this for others, when you've taken the time to do this for others, uh, in the right motivation, that's when you've said thank you to me. You've said thank you to me in prayer, but you've also said thank you to me when you helped Louise, when you helped Betty, when you were there for somebody, when you gave an encouraging word, when, when sometimes all you did was smile at somebody, when they needed mm-hmm. a smile, you know, you've shown gratitude and you've shown thankfulness, and and so and, and that's what I was indicating earlier when I was saying it, it could be something, you know, big. It could be something medium. It could be something small. It could be something that that no one else would ever know about. But the point is, is that God sees everything, and so and and then you know, as we're coming to a close here, the the biggest thing is the is the all of the residual effects that it's going to have on you, you know. So thank God, I'm, I'm in my I'm in my fifties now. I thank God, and I've been in the hospital once. You know what I'm saying? These these are mm-hmm. things to be thankful for. You know, I get my checkups, and I and I and I eat right and do this. But I have friends I've grown up with. I have classmates. I know people that stay in sickness, that stay in the hospital, and I think you know I thank the Lord for that. But I also think a lot of it comes by living in an attitude of gratitude and being thankful and not allowing things to fester, to hang on you and this and that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if we all if we all listed our ledger and our resume of do wrongs, you know, we've all been done wrong and gone through things. It's how we look at them and how yep, we understand. Yep. I truly believe he ain't going to put no more on me that I can bear. He allowed can me I- to, to escape, to live through it, and I'm going to let it go.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, Pastor, that's one of the things that a lot of individuals struggle with is letting things go because they hold on to things. And I, I I always say to individuals, well, what is the what is the benefit? Because there's a lot of benefits in regards to even understanding what gratitude even is about, and learning to let some right. things go. And like we said, and learning how to just say thank you, you know, just just thank you, you know, and individuals, we we really need to get back to that because time is short, life is precious, and some things we take for granted. And we need to go back and reevaluate some things.
3: Yeah, that's what the Lord said in Job. In Job 13, right around the 15th verse, the Lord said he turned everything around on Job at that point because Job now showed gratitude and forgave his friends. And it, it's very, very powerful, you know, to, to understand it, just teaching on Job, because he, he was upright and faithful. He had the resume that, it, that every believer could be envious of. As the old mm-hmm. saints used to say, Job went to church every Sunday. He he never missed a Sunday in church. <laughs> say and, and, Sunday.
0: and for the Lord,
3: and, and then for the Lord to say, Have you considered my servant Job? Now, you know I preached on this a few weeks ago, and do you know how good you have to be for God to brag on you, Jeanette? Yeah. <laughs> for the Lord to brag on you, okay. May. and so now, and then, and then the Lord put him through hell. The Lord allowed the devil to put him through hell, and so he lost his wealth, he lost his children, he lost the, he lost those things, and it put him into a depression. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. and his
3: friends came and said, and said, "You had to have sinned. You had to have done wrong." You know, I'm paraphrasing. Y'all can read the book. Mm-hmm. anybody who's listening can go read it. And, and and but ultimately, when 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 his wife said, "Curse God and die," and he said, "Even though he slayed me, I will yet be faithful."
0: Mm-hmm. Come on,
3: now, now that's now that that's is. that's gratitude that at level ten, Jeanette, <laughs> from a scale of one to ten. That's the gratitude at a level 10 And then the Lord mm-hmm. yet kept him in the midst The Lord kept him yet in the midst Of his trial But then the Lord mm-hmm. said Around about that 13th chapter The Lord said now That even when he forgave his haters Hello somebody When he forgave them Then it said it all turned for him now mm-hmm. the Lord gave him like out, that's And that's the, that's the that's Lord that's gave that's him I'm back. Mm-hmm. The Lord okay. gave him double okay. for his trouble,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: so gratitude. We got another, gratitude. Look at Job. Mm-hmm.
1: We we got another. That, let me got another caller calling. I know we just lost Tammy, but let me see. Um, hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Pressure Predictions. Number ending
2: in six eight. Hey, thank you very much.
1: Okay, and well, what would you like to add to the show?
2: I'd like to add that in Job forty-two verse seven, God said. What did he say? He said he said After the Lord had said these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I'm angry with you and your two friends, because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now I was yep. looking at that and I was thinking I'm thinking, Well look at that, look at that. So we, yep. we have thirty eight chap <laughs> thirty eight chapters of Man talking about what man thinks Because man heard about God And that's what they were talking about But here's Job talking to God And then you know how the story yes. goes
3: Yep That's it <laughs> and, see, and that was exactly what I was saying And it, the point is, is that Job still forgave them and, mm-hmm. and because he did The Lord gave him double for his trouble now And then the Lord still, the Lord took care of them. And that's why we should always stay in an attitude of gratitude because, because regardless of what other people do, we see that the Lord is still going to have our backs and the Lord took them. And now they had to go and get seven bullocks and rams and they had to go and sacrifice unto the Lord for their, for what they did wrong. We don't, we're running out of time, but Exodus, uh, the 22nd chapter covers that. And so the point, though, is that 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 we were talking about crises earlier, and no one shows us in the in the Old Testament better than that than Job. Well,
2: I could see something in in in, in, in the garden. I mean, uh, where the kids were, Abel and Cain. Abel, Abel had the, he was a keeper of the, of the flock, right? The sheep, right? Yes. And these sheep, and these sheep. Would reproduce and they would provide milk. They provide yogurt, uh curds, and 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 they just it, and it just kept multiplying, multiplying. So obviously that kid was like, oh yeah, he he gave the God cheerful giver and gave the God the the the, the you know because he understood how it worked. God was the provider, so he had favor with his offering. He was grateful. Praise the Lord.
1: Well, one of the things we know is that gratitude is a pathway to God. Now, Pastor, like you yes. said, we got a couple of seconds left. What do you want the listeners to know as we did gratitude part two? Because I said we would go get this done. And I want to thank you guys. So, Pastor, what do you want to leave the listeners with? Well, it,
3: yeah, and the closing remark is, is just like my opening remark. Christ-like. Be Christ-like. And to understand that, that the worst of situations should bring out the best in the believer and to understand that God gives us the ability to the holy through the holy spirit to remain balanced to remain focused and that we don't have to lose our identity we don't have to lose our love we don't have to have to lose our attitude for gratitude uh, in any situation and so the lord has us covered we can continue to elevate to be transformed by the renewing of our mind through the holy spirit and to involve and to show and to be Christ in the earth. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Yannisle, for
1: joining us. We missed you being on the air with us. So uh, I know Tammy going to be like, um, she will come back next week, but we'll see, what your schedule permit. So, again, thank you yes. for joining us here at Pastor Dickum's Blog Talk Radio, and until next week, remember, you've got this. Thank you, and have a blessed day.
3: Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Amen.